0: Hey, Nix. Hey, Scott. And we're doing patterns.
1: No, we're not. <laughs>
0: Sons of CPA's bonus episode where Nix and Scott share a small but useful piece of practical advice as it relates to running their professional accounting firms. Today's episode is brought to you by the letter P. P-T-O. I don't know if it's cheating that we're just using the letter P as the P word because it's an acronym, but I guess now we're opening up the door to P acronyms. <laughs> P-T-O. Paid time I off. off. I love this topic.
1: What's your, to share? what's your PTO policy?
0: Unlimited PTO. We have a policy. That's another good P word but we don't really well i got into detail that's it i answer that unlimited pto how about you
1: we also have unlimited pto
0: let's go back out why this topic today
1: well i chose this topic today because i went on vacation for one day and so recently i've been getting back into doing client work and i haven't done client work in a long time and so i'm starting to feel the burn of what the team feels Mm. and i was gone i was on vacation with my uh, boyfriend's family in tahoe and i started getting text messages from clients and realized oh my gosh we don't have a way for our clients to message the team i'm sure that when our team goes on vacation they're getting text messages from clients one and two just thinking about Because of what we do and we're always so embedded in our client's business and there's always payroll that needs to run and invoicing and cash flow issues, how hard it is for everyone to just go on vacation or check out. It's really challenging. And so how do we structure our teams? What technology do we use? What are our processes so that we can actually allow our team to go on vacation? Because I find it very challenging um, so we have this unlimited PTO policy, but it, I'm trying to encourage t- people to go on vacation, but they're not going on vacation. And I think that we definitely still have some work to do on our, our workflows and our technology and our workflow system to allow people to do that. Um, but what we started to do in the meantime is half day Fridays, because I know that it's harder for people to step away for long periods of time because they're managing this portfolio of clients. So I was like, okay, well, maybe we'll just give them half day Friday. So at least they have that time off in these smaller chunks. But with the yeah. goal of working toward a lot, th- letting, setting up a system. You got to
0: phase things in. You got to go in phases too, because yeah. you can't just cut off the water while it's flowing. You know, And that's, that's the flowing of communication. You can't cut off the communication because clients will leave. That is the that is why most clients leave is communication. So this is a very multi-layered topic. I like, I like where you went with it because I thought it was just going to be about PTO and I was getting kind of bored, but the layers of things that you have to fix and phase in and out are critical because you don't want to lose context or communication with the client. You got to start with the not always on, right? Like them always being available because we're, we're living in times now where it's very hard to turn things off if, if they are on. And that's notifications. Mm-hmm. We were just talking about that on our team meeting too. If everything is on, it's very hard for you to turn that off. We did half day Fridays. That was one of the first things we did back when we had an office. And that was great because it gets people into thinking there is a real weekend, especially if you go from a firm that does taxes over the weekend and people would work on the weekends to not doing anything half days on Fridays. Like we basically didn't do shit on Fridays. They would come in and wrap a few things up and plan their week for the next week.
1: Well, that's exactly the point. So I'm like, I'd rather just be efficient and get the work done and then be able to take the half day off rather than sitting there feeling like you need to be there in case something pops up because our clients aren't working on Fridays either. So take the half day off. Um, and I know that like you guys use carbon, right? As your workflow tool. And so when your clients me- send you an email, let's say someone goes out of town, somebody else can see that email, right? Right. So, we're going to test out ah. carbon next week.
0: <laughs> was that you dropping the carbon? Carbon got dropped last night, too, on the episode <laughs> of recording. I'm
1: ready for carbon. I was so, that's on so Ashley. you definitely
0: yes. want to tell them that I sold you on it, right? This yes. No, insane. I was just
1: talking to Patrick Cameron, too, from Afrio, and he was selling me on carbon, I'm ready. Do uh, it, Yeah. But definitely yeah, tell not Tim not Scott
0: sent you. Do not say Ackerman sent you. I don't want him thinking he's the poster boy of Carbon. He he definitely thinks he's the poster boy. He thinks he's closing all these accounts. But I'm let him think though, that.
1: Uh, so you use Dialpad too. So the whole I found was the text messaging because uh, we used... HubSpot for, yeah. for email. Mm-hmm. So we solved that problem. But then I didn't think about the text messaging because clients can still penetrate that way. So how do we fix that problem?
0: <laughs> so text messaging is tricky, but because it's Dialpad, they can do it in app. So it's, they, they can choose to have the notifications on their phone or not. And their phone, I think that most of them use the web browser phone. So And they use the web for text. So that's just, if you're using that for Dialpad, That's just like email or Slack or something else. Like, you know how a lot of teams set up Slacks for their clients and they Slack them? Right,
1: but what I realize is the problem is if somebody's on vacation for a week and then they don't have, what I realized was there's an away message you can set up in Dialpad, which I didn't know before last week because I got the text message. I know,
0: yeah, that was cool. You told me about that.
1: Miles. I had to respond, right? Because otherwise, let's say if someone's out for a week and they get a text message on Monday and they don't have an away message or somebody else sings that. So the client's just thinking somebody's ignoring them.
0: Right, so this is relevant to PTO. I was just making sure that we reeled it back in. But I think what we're saying here is, when they're off they're on because you don't have any coverage to overlap them being away for somebody to reach in and respond and i think carbon solves a lot of that because if somebody's monitoring the carbon feed or the client feed or or if the triage is is reassigned if an email comes in and it's reassigned or it's sent to a group like i think you do that in hubspot anyway mm-hmm. but i think for us at least you know, it's managing expectations of the client too. And if the client knows they're going to be away and you have coverage or somebody else handling the work, then I think like, they understand that person is away this week. They told me they were away. Oh, I reached out to them. They didn't respond. But uh, now I remember they told me last week they were going to be away this week. I can It can wait, whatever it is. Or you have somebody else that's covering it. So I think that's where you have to plan ahead of time and have them plan their trip. Yeah. And you plan the coverage for them. And that's where you guys will be able to uh, get out of that uh, hamster wheel, I guess, that that you might be in because you can always always got to catch up. Right. Like when they leave for a while, they got to come back and get the work caught up, too.
1: Right. Yeah. And that's another thing we've talked about before that's important is team structure. So having multiple people on every client. Or having a project manager that knows what's going on with clients so that it's not all siloed with one person. Because if you have one bookkeeper that manages 30 clients by themselves with nobody else having any context on those clients, there's absolutely no way that person's ever going to be able to go on vacation. So that gets into how you price, right? You have to price knowing that it's not just one person working on this. There's a whole team. There's going to be people moving around. There's a project management aspect of it. And so you, you have to be able to price that in so that you can allow your team the space to go on vacation.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of planning that goes into this and there's a lot of preparation and there's a lot of proactivity. Allowing them unlimited PTO, I am not monitoring how much they actually take. I don't pay attention to that at all because they think they're all adults. That's not the big, as big of an issue, I think, as it is when we had a team member that we thought, I thought was definitely taking advantage of it because she was Mm -hmm. never working anyway. (laughs) She was never on, she was always out doing different things and like never putting it on the calendar. So our policy is you've got to put it on the calendar that you're going to be out and just make sure you have some coverage. So it's all self-responsibility Mark it as PTO. Nobody's checking on you if you're actually working or not, but, everybody should know that you're going to be out this day. So we all have shared calendars. We all see who's going to be out and when they're in. So if somebody's not in a meeting, you just look on the calendar, and it already says PTO for that day. So somebody wasn't doing that, and it was blatantly obvious.
1: Well, I think in, in general, most people probably, with unlimited PTO, use less PTO. Yeah. Right? Rather than yes. give someone yes. five weeks, they're going to take it all five weeks versus unlimited. Or they take too much. Yeah. So that's what we're trying to do is be like, it's unlimited, but shoot for four weeks. And I'd like to get to a point where we're actually tracking that and encouraging people to take time off because that's what I,
0: I think you want to set a high and a low. And I've never said this out loud or, or t- discussed this <laughs> idea, but I think you want to be able to set a, we have unlimited PTO with an asterisk. You can you can take as this much time off that's that's the high margin if you take more than this it's got to be a good reason for it right like somebody's got to have a baby or some shit
1: or getting married or something
0: getting like ma- well married you know you don't need to take that much time off to get married i mean maybe a month or i don't know give or take yeah. if you've been together long enough then it doesn't fucking matter the it's the wedding just and the day. honeymoon and the yeah but, party but that's such a regular year of trips anyway i think yeah. um but this, in this case, this person was getting married and that's why, that was why she was taking so much time off. That's why she was never working. See, um,
1: I told you, there's a lot of I time. Know. That's why I'm I've, I've never getting married. I don't have the time
0: to oh, commit to it. You know, it's bullshit. So, the the amount of time that they take off on the high level and on the short end... You don't want them to not take enough because of that. Of those other concerns too, that people don't take enough. So you can have like a um, a margin of time that you should be taking and try to hit in the middle of there. Like we think this is the perfect amount. If we did give you PTO, that's probably what we would do this many hours. And that's why it's in the middle of the margin. So that that's a good policy. I think it's kind of open, but if you take less, it, you get docked in pay if you don't take <laughs> enough. You have to pay back the time that you extra your work.
1: <laughs> you owe me. Uh, yeah. One yeah, one thing I'm thinking about doing is, so I have a couple team members that we just, one of our, our biggest clients went through due diligence. So they worked a little bit of overtime and it was just a really heavy lift on them in addition to what they're already doing. So I was trying to think of a way to reward them rather than just giving them a bonus that they have to get taxed on. So I was thinking of just giving them, being like, hey, I'll pay for your a, a weekend, like take a Friday off or Thursday, Friday and here's some money to go somewhere with your spouse or something. So trying to think of ways to encourage them to take time off and then give them some yeah, kind of tax-free money because maybe I'll just run it through yeah. as a business expense. I mean, it used
0: to be that we dangled PTO in front of them as it used to be like for Chris, every time he, wor- he hit a work anniversary, he would get more PTO added to what he's allowed to take. And that was like incentive as seniority, you got more PTO. And then introducing the unlimited, it was like, God, is that just like a kind of slap in the face? Like you have to work really hard to get this much PTO. Are you sure you want to give everybody unlimited? That, these are these are things that we used to have to pay attention to. And it, that was for real. Like you had to show up to the office this many days a week
1: to well, be I'm present. Just, I'm trying to make things more simple because the more things we add on, it just makes everything more complicated. Adding on the 401k and the QSERA and then you add on PTO and it's just... The more simple the better. it also the gets a lot happened. more
0: expensive i looked at how much i pay for insurance now compared to what i used to and it's it's not cheap but it, these are benefits right these are reasons and i don't realize i take it for granted that that's a big deal for somebody to work at a job and they pay for your insurance
1: insurance yes i would say insurance is the number one most important thing i feel like when i added the 401k People didn't care about it.
0: Nobody gave a it, shit about. I wish I K. would have just given,
1: like, ignored the 401k because it's a pain in the ass.
0: Well, that is not good for our listeners. Our listeners love saving, and I no, think so. No, but like, the, I, think you I should I, be promoting have saving. A, a, employees I, come
1: to me and, and asking for a higher base. They don't. They don't even take into account that the 401k was added, and I and a lot of them didn't. Don't even contribute their own. I contribute three so, percent. So I don't think that people. <sighs> I think people would rather have a higher have base to, salary and health I'm insurance. I'm going to have to
0: disagree with you there because I have some people who are working and they put most of, they max out their 401k. That is why they're working is to mm. be able to max out their 401k. So I think it's an age thing as well. And, uh, and I, I, I'm one to talk because I don't set much aside. I feel like, oh, my business is the equity that I'm saving mm. in my 401k. I, I'll sell the business and that's, that's where I'll fund my retirement, which is kind of true.
1: Yeah, but employees
0: and, are different. They don't have that equity. so
1: Right, and it depends on, so some people might, like, we invest in real estate, right? So I may not want to put all sure. my money into my 401k, and, and some employees do as well. So it, everyone's in their own personal situation. The, the benefit is it's not taxable at that time, um, unless they do a Roth. But in my experience, I think people care about the base and health insurance, first and foremost. Yeah
0: absolutely and and that's an interesting point you just made too like the diversity of real estate and other things anybody's um interested in learning more about real estate there's rich dad poor dad i keep hearing about i want to read that book and then there's the real estate cpa podcast brandon he's actually talking about making an accountants facing podcast in the third or fourth quarter that's going to be dope Um, oh sweet you know actually used to work
1: for them right really yeah oh yeah.
0: cool cool yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool cool, I'd, I'd love to hear more about that i want to have him on um he lives no, near me he's in uh raleigh so shout out to brandon hall he's got some cool stuff on twitter he's uh been killing yeah. it on there i, I noticed like his he's got podcast. a really fucking good tweets lately
1: i gotta get um, on twitter
0: you do you, you get tagged a lot on twitter too i shout do to I, I never even beeps. go on it <laughs> i know you, you Kenji tags you i tag you yeah, you should. You would love it. There's a bunch of people that are already, you know, on there. I, I like being on Twitter, but I get consumed by it too sometimes. So I got to get my perspective and um, focus. So then I dip in and out of like, I don't spend much time on LinkedIn like you do. Let's focus. I got Sorry. a couple
1: more. Yeah, a couple more points.
0: Yeah. PTO points. PTO.
1: Okay, so going back to systems or allocating work so that your team can actually take time off. One area where I really feel like it was tying people down is payroll. So, when we started doing a lot of payroll services, and Gusto makes this really nice when you can put it on autopilot, but there are certain situations where we're doing work for clients that we can't necessarily put on autopilot or there's a calculation to put it in there. So, what we're doing now is we're segregating that and giving that all to one person, a subcontractor, to just or transitioning all of the payroll to that one person. And then if that person's ever out, which hopefully she never is, <laughs> but if she is, then the team, like the accounting team already has done that so they can jump in and help. But I'm taking that all the payroll away from the accounting team and everyone is very excited about that. So I highly recommend segregating payroll from accounting. It's a little bit hard if you have a smaller team, but it is one area that ties people down a lot
0: payroll is something that um the prior owner of my office didn't want to get into just for that reason because he always had the mindset of I'm not working Fridays I don't want to be tied to Fridays and that was always payday right <laughs> like that's why he didn't want to do payroll cuz I added ADP on this was before the days of end payroll or gusto I said let's just do it like I I wanted like that was a big revenue jump for us so payroll is a, a profitable product but that goes with the Like, I used to take time off, but I would still be doing stuff when I was away. And that's what we're talking about here. Like, that's an issue. And I never knew it was. I always said, I'm still with everybody. I'm still, like, on vacation, kind of. I just have to check in and do this. And now, like I said, I go away. You and I are just like this. We don't even check anything while we're gone. You know, and I think that's a good thing when I go with my family now, I never check anything and I never feel compelled to. So it's, it's hard for the team.
1: Yeah, it's hard for the they're team. They're used to that. Right. And then but. invoicing. I, d- I know a lot of firms don't do invoicing. But that's one thing that we've been dabbling with and have been doing. And that can also be, I mean, payroll and getting paid are the two most important part of the client's business, right? So you definitely don't want to drop the ball on that. So definitely u- utilizing recurring invoices as much as possible, but then also having people that having so the process recorded yes like creating wow, invoices for that is clients. not
0: yeah that payables that's a good p word we can add that to the list too you know we can't call it ap we gotta call it payables similar to the invoicing but invoicing is obviously more important way more that keeps important money in the door so they can cover payroll so they can pay your bill so they can
1: this. Yeah, we've gone deep down this rabbit hole where we were trying to implement payment processors and doing, setting up the invoices and reading the contracts. And we do that for some clients. It's one of the You're most You're the queen
0: of bespoke.
1: Yes, we get very, well, what I've always found is like the more of the process that we control, the Better things go, especially because we're trying to do things on a accrual basis. Accounting, if the client does the invoicing, they misdate it. They do something. They put it to the wrong service line. It like screws up the financials. So I'm of the opinion that I'd rather just do it. You're a control freak. And no, well, the team has said this too. I don't. I don't think that they like being tied down to the invoicing process. But I at yeah. one point was like, well, let's not do invoicing. And then I had the feedback of no, we actually want to control the process because the client's going to do it wrong.
0: So you got to weigh the option, the benefits of that too, right? And and how profitable it is. But then also, it's the hidden benefits of doing something and the hidden like disadvantages sometimes too. Like if you stop doing it, then this isn't going to work anymore, or this is going to be more difficult. But the that's a valuable service. You probably charge a decent amount.
1: Well, we have one client where we actually I mean—we set up their entire configured zero with their T-sheets, and that's that's an important mapping process that we had to do as part of the onboarding process. And then anytime that they have a new service or a new tr- billable rate, someone has to go in there, set up in zero, configure it to T-sheets, and then every two weeks, we're sending that data to ADP to do the payroll and then sending the data to zero to set up all the invoices and then having the client approve the invoices for them to to actually get sent out. But I will say that you can't just have anybody do that. You have to have somebody that's very process minded set everything up and configure everything and then hand it off to the team. I don't know that I would offer that service again. (laughs) I think I would offer, hey, we'll set it up for you as a consulting engagement, but you have to actually do this. But we did take a lot of time off the client's plate.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, you got to learn as you go with these things and develop your service line. And I'm just kind of echoing some of our other conversations too. You've got to take on the projects that make sense and then productize them. (laughs) I just weaved in two episodes there. (laughs) You got to take the projects and you got to productize the projects after you've done them. If you're, perform oh man I'm trying to weave in another <laughs> one I can't do it I'm not that good
1: the other the other area so we pretty much tried everything I've tried everything and then we'll pull back and be like "Ooh, we don't want to do that anymore but for example payroll or now that we're doing payroll we're trying to figure out what's our responsibility versus the client's responsibility and we recently had a client that didn't give us updated don't health insurance isn't on gusto and so we were tied as part of the accounting process, right? You're tying out the health insurance, the liability of the withholding on the payroll to what was actually paid to the health insurance vendor. And I was reviewing the books and it didn't match. So then we had to go and realize that they went through open enrollment. They didn't tell us. And so that was just a process problem on our part where we didn't have any clients that weren't on Gusto's health insurance or didn't have like a good operation person to tell us So is that our responsibility? Probably. So we need to add that as part of our process to update things. And then 401k has just been a freaking nightmare for anybody that's not on guideline in Gusto. The 401k process is so terrible. I don't understand why it's so bad. (laughs)
0: Is that just in this world, not just guideline, but not, how we no. handle so that g- shit?
1: Guideline has solved that problem, I think. And we want to move the guideline. But I went the whole like, oh, I want to go with an advisor because I've never done this before. And the TPA experience is, I mean, they're sending me a bill to pay by a check. you have to do like a manual upload and it doesn't work? And there's somebody trying to show us how to do it. And it's rather than there being instructions. It's just a terrible process and then all of our clients that have had 401k's also have terrible terrible experience. So I think Guideline probably solve this problem, but it surprises me how bad the experience is.
0: Oh god. Well, it's it is just kind of archaic how they even work right now. Like you need a you need basically need like two or three levels of people managing this and what the fuck is the point? I know there's definitely a point, but
1: it's so confusing. Yeah, it's it's for uh What's the word i'm looking for make sure people don't steal from you but uh <laughs> part of the issue is right for Gusto, for example only with integrates with yeah. guideline and they're not letting other for they're not letting other uh tpas into the system through the api so sure. if somebody could solve that problem of being able to transfer data from gusto to the 401k provider that would help a little bit but there's still systems are super archaic.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Got another conversation for another day. PTO back to <laughs> ben- the benefit at hand here. We can't switch from benefit to benefit. This sure. is only um only P benefits right now. So in so PTO I don't know if I have any closing arguments on PTO, but I feel like this is a planned out in the beginning of the year. This is the minimum it's planned. This is when you're going to take your trip, this vacation. People love to look, have something to look forward to. And if it's planned way ahead of time, then I think you're doing a service to them and they will greatly value that because then it becomes like planned week of vacation, right? Isn't that like a good benefit?
1: Yeah, no, I think that's a and really good point. You're paying for it. You're always we,
0: suggesting to pay for their vacations too.
1: Yeah, because we, we need to plan a lot more with what we do. And so that's a good... Idea, rather than letting the employees expecting the employees to plan ahead, we should force them to plan ahead and say, "Hey, okay, okay, it's March. Let's plan out for the rest of your vacation or January, whenever it is." And then have everyone plan out as much as they can. Obviously, things are going to come up, and they want to take a day off here and there. But if they can plan their big vacation chunks at different times, so not everyone's doing it at the same time, put it on the calendar, and then we can plan for it better
0: yeah yeah so planning we dip back into planning after talking about pto so go back and if you want to hear about planning you can listen to our early planning tip yeah i I think that was a, a good summary a good wrap-up do we have any previews or anything else that we can um periodicals or the classifieds to talk about here at the end
1: no we're running out of p words
0: yeah so that's a problem if you're listening that is not a problem because our listeners can provide assistance with that reach out to us Nicole's soon going to be on Twitter you can make suggestions there tag us both with some tips some P words that you might see I think we're fine
1: do you know my Twitter name what's my Twitter name
0: the Nicole the CPA
1: Mm, super creative JJ
0: the CPA (laughs) Nicole the CPA (laughs) get get deep in there Peace out Later Wow, what a great episode. And wouldn't it be great if you could earn CPE credit for that? Now you can. Visit earmarkcpe.com to sign up for free and earn free CPE credit for listening to this show. That's earmarkcpe.com.
1: <laughs> oh, um we should do bizarre. porn but somehow spin it so that it's appropriate so
0: we can it's a it's a vertical it's an industry vertical that's true stay tuned we can definitely talk about that one because i've do got you clients s- yeah you in the porn you have vertical cli-
1: more than one client in the industry
0: in the industry i think we have two i'd love to dive into that one a little bit deeper
1: yeah, I mean that could be a spinoff of. Do you take clients that are in these questionable industries like pornography, well, marijuana, cannabis? Can- cannabis, yeah. Where do you draw the line? Um, any of the vice the
0: industries, like even alcohol. Alcohol to a degree is is a lot harder to manage, and and we'll we'll get in there. We'll get into the industry verticals. We'll get we'll get deep in there. <laughs> <laughs>